Good afternoon. Uh, today is Friday, April 10th. Welcome to episode 21. Um, I've, I'm not used to doing this by myself uh, here. So I moved and uh, she's not here today. She's not sitting with me. Uh, I might be struggling a little bit uh, with this space here. It's just Liz and myself uh, and it's all right. I had to start production without you, Liz. Otherwise, uh, the, the bet out here, actually I have to say, nobody called in it under or over uh, 205, 207. Dennis, it, it was about 204, I think, when we actually pushed. So is Kevin not here today? Uh, is Kevin's right? not here yet, uh, <laughs> but I'm assuming he will be. Uh, so welcome to Live from Rabs, from Inside Rabs, Country Lanes. Uh, we hope you were enjoying uh, your Good Friday. And uh, it was just snowing. Uh, we were sitting here, and yesterday when we started, we had that squall of nasty rain, uh, which was gross. Heavy rain and, and wind, which continued through last night. Uh, Naz, I woke up uh, at like four o'clock this morning to wind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so used to just turning and, and talking with Naz. Uh, so today we've got a great show uh, and I'm not alone. Uh, I've sent Naz is out on assignment and uh, we're gonna, Naz is here, she's with us. Oh. Uh, I gotta, uh, hi Naz. Can't hear you. Hi Naz. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It feels lonely down here. <laughs> uh, it is a little lonely, isn't it, down there? It, 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 it's lonely down here without you. I uh, know you miss me. I, I know. I know I you do. miss me. I know. I did just send you away, um, <laughs> but I do miss having you right here. Uh, yes. Uh, so before I guess we connected, they were asking if you're all right. And Naz is great. Look, Naz is here uh, in the building. On assignment, uh, we've sent her down to lane one. Uh, Naz, check it, show us the view from, from lane one. Here it is, lane one. I don't want to see the wall, pan the other way. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there they are, down there. Oh, uh, it's really quiet. Yeah. Uh, so again, yes, we're, we're bringing our, our fans and uh, those viewing at home uh, to the back of the house tonight. It's today. exciting. I mean, uh, it's we're really taking a big risk here. <laughs> so uh, we're excited and hope that everybody gets to see what really happens in the back of the house when uh, you're complaining about them taking two minutes for, to get a ball return. So, <laughs> well, you know, when you're when you're bowling and you put whether you, well, the intercoms work now, which is a wonderful thing. So when That's you great. press the intercom and you get a call, or however you got to the front desk, uh, it feels like an eternity when yes. when you make a call. So it, it in, in reality, it's in most cases, it's it's a minute, two minutes. Uh, it seems like forever because you are patiently waiting to get up and throw the ball and execute whatever it is yep. you were going to execute. Uh, another strike, leave a 7-10, miss a spare, get angry. Uh, and now sometimes you get even more angry because you're patiently waiting for that ball to get returned or the, the machine to, to uh, unfix itself. Because it's, you know, it does it itself, right? Uh, absolutely. And then <laughs> if you miss the spare, then it's the mechanic's fault. 
these machines. They never take care. You know, I don't need to tell you. We hear it every night. We hear it every night. We're really lucky. Um, we are. We're really lucky that we've got a great team uh, here at Rabs and the, the maintenance, the mechanic maintenance team that's led by Jimmy, who uh, you're going to go say hello to, uh, really takes pride in their work. Uh, the machines here are solid. Without the machines, you, you, we wouldn't be able to operate. And because of what they do on a regular basis, uh, makes makes it work. And uh, I, we've many of us have bowled in many different places around the country. And you can see, sadly, there are yeah. some that may not maintain uh, the same way that our bowlers are used to or that we're used to. Uh, and so when you do go bowl somewhere else, it, it's a different experience. And however, there are plenty of Jimmys out there too that do what he does and takes pride. Uh, and, and they're awesome. I think it's the it's the job that doesn't get seen, uh, but certainly is the uh, background, back behind the scenes success that makes us more successful. Uh, yeah, you know, it really it makes it easy. It makes our jobs easier. Yeah, it, it's taken for granted. That's what I was going to say. We, we we take it we take it for granted. We there is, and I, we're going to start a poll. I can't add one here, um, but you guys can add your comments. So before before March 17th, uh, which was 25 days ago, uh, today's day 25 of the quarantine, uh, Michael, his hair was blue. Oh, are we going to do a poll? What color? Uh, so the, there was a question of what color Michael's hair was. Uh <laughs> oh, this is this is going to be a fun afternoon. Uh, I'm yeah, reading, well. I'm re I got we got a comment from Tommy Wilkinson right away, and he wants he wants oh. he doesn't want to know, but his wife Fran, my sister-in-law, wants to know uh, who Jimmy's favorite employee is, and uh, <laughs> I don't know if we're going to have that conversation today. I <laughs> maybe I'll sneak that question in. So for those of you know that know Michael, uh, Michael uh, loves to dye his hair. Uh, and before we went into quarantine, his hair was blue. So uh, if you think otherwise, share it in the comments because you're going to go get to see him, uh, whether his hair is still blue or not, or if it's if it's blonde, if it's grown out, if it's brown. I, I don't know. Uh, I do know now. Sure what color his hair is any? I don't even know what his natural color is anymore. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was Smurf blue last I checked. Yeah, and the, and the last time he was changing his color, he was asking my six-year-old nephew what color it should be. <laughs> uh, so if anybody has any guesses, if you haven't seen Michael, uh, throw it in. Throw it in here. Although if you've been watching the show, you would know what color his hair is. Although that doesn't mean that he didn't dye it himself today. Correct. Correct. Uh, Anything is possible. Anything yeah. is possible. And uh, hey, you know what? Ann Hastings says hello. Uh, Ann, we were talking about you yesterday. You, you popped in with a comment late. Uh, we miss you too. I'm actually wondering how you're making out because uh, you usually <laughs> leave here several days a week with a pizza. Uh, and I know Marco misses you. We miss you too. Uh, and we appreciate, we, we, we're glad to hear that we're cheering you up. I, I would love to know how you're making out uh, during this time if you can't have some pizza from Gennaro's. Uh, so share that in the comments here. Uh, so Naz, uh, take us take us on a tour. Take us here we go to the to the back of the house and and let's go, go find Jimmy and Michael. All right, it certainly is a different view, right? For for most yeah. of so this is the little walkway <laughs> that they walk to to go down the back. It's pretty cool. I'm gonna give you a little shot. 
of what it looks like from here. Dark. Dark. Yeah. <laughs> Dark and sad. Okay. There's some life back here, though. This is a stop sign. Stop, 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 stop. You're walking. You did not stop. You did not adhere to the signage. Well, it, then it says all traffic. Okay, so you're safe. But we're going to go. We're going to go. We got some yeah. extra pins here. We got yeah. some stuff. We got a lot of parts. I mean, uh, we're lucky because uh, Jim is a, he's a little bit of a neat freak. So yeah, and and a, and a little bit of a hoarder because he always we have to have plenty of parts. And you know we're we're, we're very fortunate that we can do that. And many proprietors maybe may not be able to do it, but we make sure we have what we need because uh, you never know what's going to happen. And Jimmy makes sure Correct. that we have more than what we need. And here is the answer to the question. <laughs> His hair is blue. Uh, and green. It looks like it's some salt and pepper in there too. Fading. It's, it's got a lot going on there. Oh, Easter egg, right? Easter egg colors. Very it, it, good. It looks like the, It looks like when you take the, the egg with the dye and the shaving cream. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Say hi, Michael. That's Michael Piero, the apprentice, as we like to call him. And uh, here's Jimmy Kane. Hi, Jim. <laughs> oh, Jim. Jim. Jim's got his magical ring on. Yeah, uh, Jim. Uh, where, where did you get that ring from? Underneath power lift at 47 and 8, where I find all my treasures. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, you know, uh, that was just one little rubber ducky that I pull out. <laughs> all the kids contribute. <laughs> well, you know, it's amazing. Okay, so we're going to go into the shop, and Jimmy's going to continue to show us the things that they've taken out of the the bull returns. We got fish, four ducks. <laughs> we had a ship here one time. Somebody left a ship. Uh, I don't think so. Come on. No, that's, that's what Mike does in his All right, time. so in addition to the little friends they have here, we have some Lego sets, which uh, Michael takes um, don't go deep in the hole Naz. we're gonna we're gonna lose you uh, you're gonna lose the connection all right i won't go too far i won't go too far because i'm not sure what's going on back there anyway it's really dark and a little scary back there too yeah, you don't go and then of course what a uh, mechanic shop would be uh complete without the laptop with warcraft on it <laughs> the dream the dream job and this is something we're super proud of i'll be careful with that being it's on the back of the door yeah so uh without injury it used to be it used to be yeah i know i got you 39 years <laughs> yeah we we really had a net as you pointed out and we laughed but we really had a good streak uh they've been great and so we we bought that sign right after sadly after uh philip did a little slicing slicing yeah you know it's a dangerous job and a lot of times it gets overlooked um how dangerous it actually can be and you know you're not yeah jim's gonna show us some of the 
things that could happen. Pitfalls? Pitfalls. Oh, you mean like this? Oh, no. Oh, wait, can I move? Oh, oh my finger just got chopped off. Oh. <laughs> like that. That's what happened to Phil. Yeah, basically. Oh, oh, all right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Just don't worry about that. Okay. So, um, Frank, but, do you have somebody up there that can throw a ball down the lane so we can see what oh, it looks yeah. like? What, what lane is that? This is lane 15. Uh, is it, yeah, Ray, Ray will throw a ball. Uh, we just have to, is it on? Um, yeah, he's going to turn it on. Now right. it's on. Ray, lane 15. Just be careful. It's a little dry out there. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't care if he, if he hits if he doesn't hit pins. It's, the uh, gonna hook right off the lane. Yeah, probably. Um, we did strip the lanes uh, right after this, so there's nothing out there at all. So Jim, tell us uh, what's your favorite stop? My favorite stop? <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite stop? Uh -huh. Is when they call setups and they're the wrong pins. Oh, he loves when they call setups and they're the wrong pins. And they don't. They don't know what. <laughs> They don't know pin numbers. All right, all right, Jim. That's enough. All right. So yeah, incoming. Yeah. Yes. 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 Mike about the seniors. Throw it. Oh, here it comes. Incoming. Can't really get in it. Do it again. Yeah. Now, I, I need to be further away from it. <laughs> yeah, you guys aren't practicing good distancing, but that's okay. He's got, He's throwing another one. Maybe we'll be able to see it better. Uh, okay. Oh, there it is. Hey, Naz, how about you move your finger? How about what? Oh. <laughs> Listen, We're this is my first shot here. Things. My first shot here, so. Hey, 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 Naz, we got a question. Go ahead. So, Jimmy, this is for you. Uh, when there's a repetitive issue, uh, and this is one of I, uh, this is one of your favorite things to deal with, I know. Uh, but when there's a repetitive ball return issue, uh, that's just more than a ball return. Uh, typically, uh, whether it's a pin, what else could be happening that a ball wouldn't get returned right away? Uh, that it's, from the average, from the bowler's perspective, damn, they're just missing their ball. But there's something else happening. What could be happening? Well, what's usually happening is one of two things. Usually, when the bowler rolls his ball down the lane, it picks up oil off the lane, which is pretty excessive at sometimes, and because they don't wipe your balls off too. The ball will sit on this wheel and spin. Why don't you throw throw a ball down? I'll throw another one. Where? What lane? 15. 15. <laughs> He's coming. Demonstrate. So, Jimmy, you said a key thing there. Uh, and I think many bowlers, no matter what kind of bowling ball they're using, uh, wiping the ball is an important thing uh, after, after shots. Correct. Wiping it each, each shot is very helpful for the bowler and helpful for me. The lane's off. He's going to turn it on. Turn it back on. Turn it on. All right, Ray. Now, what we do to combat the oil syndrome is to wipe the wheels off 
Constantly. Incoming. All right. What will happen is the ball will sit down here while it's, the wheel is spinning, and the ball will just sit there and not go up the rip lip rods. So what we do, what we do is we put we put kickers, rubber strips on the wheels. Let me show you what that looks like. He went to get a kicker. <laughs> Don't use a foot. <laughs> He just left. He's here. Here he is. Here I am. What we do is we'll cut this rubber strip and we'll cut it into like two foot lengths and we'll put three or four on each wheel. That'll help tremendously. Uh, that and continuous cleaning every, maybe wipe these wheels off once every half hour during league play. And that'll keep your ball returns down to a minimum. Now, now if there's some bowling balls that continuously give us trouble, which the plastic and the cheaper urethane balls do, yeah, we usually, well, we better not say what we usually do. <laughs> We'll wipe the ball off. We'll give the ball personal attention, and we'll wipe it off. And then uh, if it happens more than 20 times a day, then we'll bring it up to the person and tell them to buy a new ball. <laughs> Politely. Politely, that is right. But uh, that is one of the main problems when we, we have to combat you have real good bowlers that need a lot of oil, and they bowl with the more aggressive balls. And we have open bowling where we're just bowling with house balls and uh, plastic and urethane balls. They're balls that they found in their grandfather's house 50 years ago. To that point, I, I think <laughs> like the old three dots and the Dick Webbers and the gyros, leave that home. We don't want them. We don't want them. Not, that's terrible. That's not true. Uh, but, <laughs> hey, we had a great pro shop here to, to outfit you. You know, it, it, you make you make a good a good point. What I, I think the when bowlers complain about the number the, the oil on the lanes, the conditioner is not enough. There's too little. We're actually applying more conditioner to the lanes than ever before. <laughs> Are you okay? Yes, it, it did it again. It did the shaking thing. So. Uh, okay, okay. We gave Naz a new toy. Not only her phone, but she's got a, a fancy stabilizer that she's trying to use for the first time. So uh, she did get to play with it a little bit yesterday. So, Jim, so the point being, we're applying more oil today than we ever were before, right? right. And that's mainly because of the equipment, how soft the, the outer layer of the bowling ball. I'm yeah. trying to simplify this as, as best as possible. The, the, the bowling balls have gotten so soft and they, they soak in it, all the conditioner and the average bowler doesn't necessarily know it. I love when someone says, oh, I used to bowl and there'd be oil all over my bowl. Oh, yeah. The well, bowl today soak them right up. Yeah, the cover stock soaks it up. And anybody, I mean, if you go into the pro shop and, uh, you know, they have a process where they bake the bowling ball that you can see how much it's oil like actually thing. comes out of the ball. So, uh, so yeah, those bowling balls soak up a lot of bowling balls, and it does affect the life of the bowling ball too. So, now if everyone had a resin ball or parts uh, that, well, we wouldn't have ball returns because those balls are so aggressive. Ben's leak has very few problems. 
Ladies Week because they like all the pretty colors and everything. Balls <laughs> are made out of different materials. And, uh, we have trouble with them sometimes. So, night. so Jim, how long how long have been how long have you been here at Country Lanes? Too long. He's been here thirty. 40 years. Yeah, this Jimmy. This April, 40. Yeah, 40 years this April. Corona, Jimmy was actually out. here before I got here. I know I've been here about 33 years, I want to say. So he predates me. So, um, yeah, Jim, Jimmy calls himself the dinosaur, but. He came. Uh, he, he came with the building. He came with the building. Yes, he did, and I told him he can't. Six months out. He can't. He can't leave. <laughs> so I, I leave. So or I'm gonna dye my hair. Oh. Too. Oh, he's gonna dye his hair purple on a dare. <laughs> uh, you know, somebody did ask what color Jimmy's hair was. No color. <laughs> Shiny. So, so Jim. I used to have a lot of hair. I don't have a picture. Do you have a picture? No. Uh, I don't have a picture, but I used to have long hair when I started here. Every year. <laughs> That's what years of being a mechanic will do to you. That's right. Yeah. You know, we always say there's a job for everybody, and there's a reason why some people are in the back of the house, and there's yes. some people are in the front of the house. So, hey, Jim, and there is it. So, 40 years, and so we were talking about lane oil. In your estimation, your, your professional opinion, because we put so much conditioner on the lanes, how much do you think that now impacts the actual lifespan of the parts versus versus 10, 20 years ago uh, because we're putting so much, all that oil comes right through the machine, right? Yeah. Uh, it just makes us have to clean more. Yeah. It's like, it's like it, after a while, it's just a, it's like a magnet. It just attracts all dust. A Boeing, a Boeing center is just one big dust collection. When we clean the caps and gutters and the lanes, it's all just people's lint from their clothes, hair, fingernails, off from your skin. <laughs> All right, there we are. So, so talk about that process. So we talk about how you guys start from lane one to forty-eight in the cleaning process. What does that look like on a daily basis for you guys? What is it when you clean the machine? So, what what, do, what like what's your process cleaning the machine? Well, we start cleaning. We take the back cover off the machine. This is the elevator assembly here. And we just stick some rags. There's a pile of rags right there in our cleaner. So we use water-based cleaner. Now we don't use solvent anymore. That's why uh, I'm still alive. <laughs> uh, we'll just wipe everything down so it's clean again. So, and we'll go up to the top of the machine and wipe the gearbox down, wipe everything there, and then we'll proceed down to the deck, pin deck. Everything we see, we wipe. And then it'll probably take vacuum we'll vacuum everything out wipe it out it'll take about a day for uh days uh, about six hours worth of work to clean the machine properly and lubricate it then we'll march on to the next machine so if we can get one done a week you know among all the other chores of the day and everything we're doing pretty good uh for this center because we are so busy some centers have more time less volume they can clean two or three four machines a day so, so the fact that we're a busy center and we have leagues morning, afternoon, uh, affects your ability to have free time to with the repair, machine, to right? Right now, it's great. But yeah. It's not good for me, obviously. <laughs> He's, uh, Jimmy is enjoying his free, 
the time he has right now with the machines yeah, down and no people in here. Oh, <laughs> hey, so uh, Jim, I had a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> you say that. Uh, talk about what you've been working on the last few days, the last few weeks. What have you been working on? Uh, right now, we did uh, from 19. 19 to 48, the power lifts that are up. Take your ball up front there and play the ball rack. We've rebuilt those, checked them out, cleaned them, rebuilt whatever needed to be rebuilt, and uh, we finished that. So that's good for a year. We Hello, that everybody. We are live. <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, sorry. We, we have in the studio our production. Uh, <laughs> our producer's having a hard time over here. I'm not sure what's going on. All right. So, well, it seems like chaos ensues when I'm not there. Yeah. Yeah. When you're on it. Like when I'm on assignment. So, so, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. So, Michael, tell me what you enjoy about working with Jimmy. <laughs> We're not on a delay, Michael. Oh, you I let him have blue hair. He does. <laughs> you you can't say anything. You use a wealth of information. You want to know anything about these machines? You ask Jimmy. There you go. Jimmy uh -huh. knows it all. Okay. So what what is challenging about working with Jimmy? Oh, <laughs> he's Jimmy. You have to know Jimmy. <laughs> it, it, can let me say maybe there's a small adjustment period. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Learning to work with Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah, I've learned a bunch of new words working with Jimmy that I didn't know. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, learn learned how to slam things back here. It's nice back here because when the machines are on, they can curse and slam and do whatever they want. And pretty much nobody hears them. Nobody gets them. So, yeah, so they have that outlet. Frank, are you okay up there? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about me. I'm actually, it looks oh, like we, we got... It looks like we got interrupted. A, we get we're frozen a little bit, but, but we're we're gonna keep keep at it because I'm not sure what's showing and what's not showing. Okay, all right. Well, we look okay here, so. Yeah, we do too. It looks like uh, I I think we're I think we're we're back at it. Okay, all right. It, it froze up. I got a notice that it said interrupted. Uh, okay. And it, right, okay. We're I think we're good because now it, it's catching up. We were talking to Michael. Michael was sharing his what he loves working with Jimmy. Thank God there's a, there's no delay, although there could have been. We have to be careful what he might say. Uh, <laughs> Any other questions? Hey, yeah. So you were talking a little bit about what you were doing in the front. So up front, and I you take we take it for granted too. Uh, you, you, the maintenance. So you talk about the maintenance in the back, the maintenance up front on a regular basis. Uh, so that ball return up here. You said you were working. You're changing power lifts. Uh, what, what else might we have to get done up here that, that's important? Uh, every day, uh, I mean, when we are in operation, if, if we don't take care of those power lifts like we do once a year, I'd be up there. Useless. <laughs> Stop it! I'm laughing at me! <laughs> you don't got those big lifts on me, do you? <laughs> Jimmy wants to know if you guys have a filter on that he can't see. No. <laughs> okay. So anyway, so he was talking about the the uh, lifts, cleaning out the the ball lifts in the front. Nothing more aggravating to a bowler than having to throw your ball and it doesn't come back. And it, we come up there with our flashlight, and a screwdriver, and it's time for it's time for another round of drinks because 
guys got to come up and fix the power lift. Well, we try to keep that to a minimum. That's why we service these power lifts uh, heavily once a year, and they should run fine in regard to maybe a belt or two or something easy to take care of where you wouldn't have to move or anything like that. So, that, that saves the bowlers a lot of aggravation. So can I say that maybe that's one of your favorite uh, stops when you have to come up oh, with the big, long stick oh, yeah. and the the, the uh, screwdriver oh. and the uh, in front of league and ask people to stop yeah, bowling? Yeah. That's got to be among your it favorites. Takes, yeah, it takes a certain personality to deal with all those people. <laughs> I said it before. That's why some people are upset. I give it right back to them, you know, it doesn't. You know. <laughs> but, uh, it, you know, anything could happen. It's a machine. We try to keep it down to a minimum. I mean, other than the ball return, the ball rack itself, they, you know, they pull the Marshall Holmans on them. They kick the crap out of them and everything like that. We have to take care of that. And, uh, you know, all the caps and gutters and the foul lights have to be attended to weekly and checked uh, daily, actually. So for a full operation, nothing worse than not having a foul light working or some capping's broken or something like that. It's very irritating to me. I don't know about the baller, but it bothers me. So. I do have to say, and I think that that's one of the reasons why um, we are, you know, at least I, from my experience being here a very long time, that uh, as far as the machines go, our customers are relatively happy. And because Jimmy, honestly, no joke, takes personal pride in things working right i mean he honestly gets upset pissed off when something's not working right <laughs> and if he is not told especially if he's not told about it so um yeah so i think that that i i think that that's uh a lot to do with it that you know the pride he takes in what he does i like my guys my all my guys have a little pride they, they work with pride they don't they don't usually last too long because I'll get on their ass all the time. There it is. There we go. Now it's now. Hey, uh, so I, I want to backtrack a little bit. You were talking about uh, balls getting stuck up front and, and, and having to retrieve them. Why would why would that happen? So a ball, perception is the ball gets stuck in the back for the reason you talked about. But why would it get stuck in the channel? Uh, a ball can suck a pin up with, it, with these new balls and with our kickers that are on here. They, uh, there's more... Uh, it's like the ball carried a pin up with it. Sometimes they'll run it through the track and shoot it out the accelerator and go up with the ball. And the, the ball not make it all the way because the pin gets caught in the track up front. So we have to walk, go down there with a flashlight, see where the ball and the pin is, pull the pin out of there, out of the track, and then uh, send the ball through. Sometimes there's 10 balls there because blowers don't realize that their ball, their ball rack is empty. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Jim, that's one of the mysteries. We don't understand that either. You just, the bowling balls just keep piling up and wait a second, it's my turn. Oh, wait, there's not a ball. Well, where do you think they went? But the best call, actually the best call is when they call and the ball is, they call a ball return and there's no ball here. There's no ball in the track and there's no ball in the lift and the bowler and there's no ball on the ball rack and the bowler thinks that we stole their ball. <laughs> Either it fell out of the machine and rolled somewhere, which can possibly happen. But uh, most nine times out of ten, the, somebody took that guy's ball and put it put it somewhere else. Or a kid came by, an open ball, and it took your ball while you were having a piece, piece of pizza or something and took your ball. 
that's usually what happens. Or they put, you put it in your bag and you forgot about it. You know, you left it in the <laughs> no, Jim. No, no, nobody ever does anything like that. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's funny. And, and we're human beings, and it it, it happens. <laughs> it happens. We've all been there. You know. Right. I, I think that I, may I have been the, seniors, the. The seniors have the senior moment quite often. <laughs> at least once a week, we, the balls are missing. I think there may have been an occasional time too where. Because uh, when honestly, when you're back here and a ball jumps out of a machine and it starts rolling, you don't know. Uh, there's 48 lanes here. We don't know where it came from. So, you know, they kind of take a guess where it might have came from and maybe put it in a machine and maybe it's 10 lanes away. We don't know. <laughs> take a guess sometimes. Oh, there you go. So that's how they solve that. They wait for a call. For a ball that wound up on that little piece of wood down there under the machine, and you're just looking around like an idiot. Like, where did where did it go? Oh, yeah, it goes in between. So I, I've got two uh, two nice. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, that's happened many. Around like an idiot looking for it. Uh, hey, hey, Jim. Uh, our good friend Terry has a question for you. Oh, Terry's up there. Terry's watching. Terry wants to know the oddest. Thing you've ever fished out of a machine and be careful with oh this boy. one right yeah oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> uh, nothing really oh, did we find that did we find that rubber latex product yes oh well, yeah, there it is there it is there was one of that we did find the latex product in the machine oh there's actually two latex products hey, hey nez can we see type, the balloon type oh, can yeah. you what can you zoom? Can you like move the there camera you, up a little bit so we can see Jimmy's face? Don't get in on. You don't have to zoom in on him. You're just, you, you know, the little person <laughs> operating a camera. Maybe not be the best thing. We've had the, uh, the, uh, the rubbers and the dildos. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, there you go. That's why I was standing so far back. Now you know why. Oh, and you know that's a true hashtag, true story. It is amazing what what might wind up in a ball return from up here. Somebody throws. Please, don't yeah, throw your it. stuff in the ball return. You create more problems. Please, don't do it. We're not advocating for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I pulled a magic eight ball out of one. Oh yeah, magic eight ball. We pulled out. Was a magic eight ball right now is among the weirdest. Beer bottles, yeah, and shoes, rosin bags, rosin bags, glass. Somebody threw a glass in the bar down here one night. Glasses. I remember that one. So uh, I, the, we had a kid get his hand stuck in there one time. Put the hand in the return. Yeah, let's not talk about that. Okay. I don't like to, I don't like we're, we're reliving that. It's the, it's bad enough that we were talking about the episode of nine one one earlier this week. Uh, yeah, Jim, I, I just I, behind me five. Yeah, a testament to, to the work that you guys do. Uh, so Bobby Mirabella points out in twenty five years he says he moves pairs less than five times, and to that point. Uh, and Fritz, Fritzy pops in and says he's never had to move. Hey, we're, we're happy. That is one of the things we don't want to have to do. Is <laughs> Yeah, exactly. We don't want to have that to do that. And that's a testament to the work that Jimmy and, and the guys do. Well, uh, they don't know who I am. I'm doing my job. <laughs> Jimmy <laughs> likes to remain anonymous. He <laughs> likes when nobody knows who he is. He's I getting all the attention. They don't even know I'm standing there. <laughs> hey, Jim. Yes. What do you, uh, on an estimation, because I know we track this a little bit, uh, the number, the average number of stops in a day. Okay. Gross. 
Uh, now maybe we have- four or five a day. Ball that- returns that can that can that can range. It depends on who's What's bowling and what's in. Malfunctions. We shouldn't have more than two to two to five a day. That's that's a pretty good day. I think that breakdown breakdowns they can happen anytime. We try to keep them to a minimum. And and you think about so these machines. So talk about these the machines that we have here uh, are in great shape, but they've been here since day one. Correct. Nineteen seventy nine. They were installed. Uh, they were started in September and opened up in April. No. Actually, you opened up in 78, in September of 78. I came in April of 79. So there were six months on these machines before I came here. And, uh, they needed a mechanic. Let's just put it that way. So, so how, did you, how did you end up coming here? Because you live in New Jersey. So how did you end up getting a job here? Well, I used to work at Belclair Lanes up in Montclair. And uh, a Brunswick representative that would come in there and... Uh, service the uh, Lester King or whatever and we needed some parts or something he came by and this guy was an installer and we were sitting there having lunch one day and he walked in and he goes there's a place in Staten Island that needs a mechanic because they the boss called me up and was complaining machines run like shit <laughs> and he thought maybe you know that he, he knew me he knew me from I was just an apprentice mechanic then I was working from an old timer and uh, apprentice, I went there. I came here then, <laughs> and from that day on, nothing but uh, happy days. There it is, nothing but happy days. Happy days are here again. Happy days are here again. Don't sing, please. Don't. I hope so. <laughs> hey, happy days. hey, Naz, how about you guys go over the lanes one and two because there's the easiest spot. Uh, show us a little bit the front of the, the front of the machine, uh, and the pin setting up and resetting. That's a, that's a cool, that's a cool view. Some parts. <laughs> it's a relatively narrow walkway. I mean, it's probably three feet, but we have a lot of parts back here, and Jimmy likes to have things on hand because he doesn't like to wait for them. So uh, and a scooter to get from one to forty-eight. Yeah, we got the scooter here, but I broke my neck. Oh yeah, we have to. We'll get a shot of Piero on his scooter before we. uh... Ever see somebody take a fall? (laughs) Who's gonna turn that on? Uh, We need some. Oh, there it is. Let me turn this on. So, if anybody, I would at this point, if you're looking at the machine, you'd know that there are more than ten pins in the the lane uh, at all times. Uh, The magic number there, Jim, or Nazareth, who who can hear me? Yeah, I I can I can barely hear you. All right, all right. The magic the magic number is twenty one. There's always twenty one pins in a in a in a in a deck. Uh, A full rack on a full rack and waiting. So basically the ball comes through, breaks the beam here, here's the reflector, breaks the beam, there's a time delay of a few seconds, it's going to cycle, and now it's the second ball, so it's going to sweep the rack. And set up a new rack for the ball. 
pins will shake down from the pit. on the pins, the brake's going to sweep the wood, and we're ready, it goes back in the second wall, and we're ready to go. And look at those pin spots, they're on, they're on spot, perfect. Oh yeah. Thank God we picked one. So. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a carry away. <laughs> so, uh, common, common stops other than a ball return are typically a 180 or, or, or a and out of range, what happens when, the, when when those stops occur? Okay, let me show you when we have an out of range. What are you doing here? Locking the pin gate in. All right, we're going to simulate an out of range. What happens is a bowler will throw the ball, and the pins will slide off your spot. The pin slides off its spot, and it's out of the uh, six-inch radius of that spot. See, I moved the pin over, and now it's not in its spot area. Now the deck's gonna come down and stop. It's like it, like it should. Now some some bowling centers have an automatic out of range eliminator. I, they just seem to be more trouble than they're worth, so we don't have that. So, so the bowler calls the desk. This our intercoms do work now. And uh, they're gonna say, uh, gotta, whatever. They don't know it's an out of range. The desk person's gonna call in the back and say, oh, there's an out of range on lane one. So, here I'll run down the lane one real digitally. We got a little, we have a little rod that we pull in the back. You gotta go, you wanna walk our way around the back. Easy with rod pulling there. Yeah, all right, yeah, just do it. That's gonna move a bunch of linkage around. It's gonna bypass the second blow slit that. That's gonna leave whatever standing pins are laying around. Now, if they're in the way that we have to come by, shut the machine off, and clear that dead wood out of there. Unless you bowlers like to bowl on it now. <laughs> you make it sound so simple. Okay. And then, and, and, and then what happens, what's the situation when there's a, a 180, which is, uh, which is much different, uh, a, one, a 180. A 180 could be like a thousand different causes of that, but we'll still show you what it, the end result of the 180 is. I got it locked right now. Come on, turn it on. 180 is when pins aren't being delivered into this deck to set up. There's a problem somewhere with distribution of the pins or. So right now, the bowler threw his first ball. Now he's throwing his second ball. And this is what he's going to find. No shit. Oh, the. Place <laughs> <laughs> always has a problem. So they call Mike 180 on that. So this is one 180. Well, the reason is because the pins aren't being delivered to the turret because the, the, the pin gate is locked on top of the cross conveyor. 
uh, that can be because maybe uh, it could be we could have that situation where he, all he was going to do is just push that, put it, put the pin in the in the basket. You could have it where it's just sitting there like that. And it didn't depress the index uh, lever, the trip lever, so it can't index to the next spot. It could be a backwards pin like that going up on top of here. That's could be just a thumb insert sitting in up here. What? Could be a thumb insert sitting across. It could be right. It could be. That's another thing. We get rubber duckies, thumb inserts, all that. They sit down in the turn pan where the pins turn around, and they jam the pins up also. So uh, this is just like there could be if the pins can't get from the top. From the bottom to the top, there's going to be a 180 eventually. I mean, there could be a hundred different reasons why a belt could come off, the elevator that, that helps, uh, that makes the pins go up. It could be anything. So it takes, it's not just the stuff in the book that you got to look for. It takes time to understand how these machines operate. There's all kinds of little problems with them, especially when they get old like me. <laughs> so when the thing's all happy, we clear the jam up. And then, so you you were talking about how the uh, when the ball passes to hit the pin, uh, you've got the reflector in the camera. So when a lane when a lane is misscoring, it could be several different things. Uh, but since you're you're right there, talk a little bit about when a when the computer is misscoring and what, what could what could what could what could it be? All right, certain things that we have uh, with the school with the camera and the computer system obviously takes score it does your scoring the bowler has to do nothing but throw the ball i don't know what but originally the way this thing's the way it knows how to keep scoring everything it has the ball has to break the beam and this of this sensor here this activates the, the system for the camera to take data so when that beam is broken trip the rate right here shotgun. this rate drops there's a switch right here. It's the rate down switch. Now that tells the score, the camera. That tells the camera. Tells the camera that it's time to take a picture. It's going to take a picture when the rake is down and the, and the deck is up, so that it can't get the deck in the way and the rake in the way of the pins. Then it takes a picture. It has a little window of time they can take a picture. Once it takes its picture, the rake, is, the machine's going to go through its cycle. The rake's going to come up. It's going to reset that switch, and it's going to reset the camera, and, and it's going to be ready for the next shot. Sends the information up to the lower and the upper monitor, and there you got score. And that all happens pretty much seamlessly, shot after shot after shot. So, I mean, it's not... Uh, surprising that occasionally it'll, you know, maybe there's a malfunction with a camera or something like that. But if you think about how many shots a team will throw in a night and scores perfectly in that little bit of time that it happens, it's pretty, um, pretty cool, actually. You know, it could catch reflection off your curtain in the back, which you might not see too well. Curtain in the back. If there's oil streaking down that curtain. It's gonna. The camera might see that in the pit. That could give you a misscoring situation. If the curtain is flipped inside out, it gets a wrinkle in it. Can be a, a problem. If the pin is scalped or black on its neck, that's why we we take care of our pins so well because it, it affects the scoring. If the pins aren't so clean, 
if these get all black and everything, you don't think there's not a pin there. Or if there's a line in it, it could be there's two pins there. If your kickbacks are not cleaned off or anything, you got any kind of real shiny spots, it'll pick up a reflection off it. There used to be a real trouble with the old cameras and the uh, scanners, but now with the new cameras, it's they're pretty, pretty good. Uh, I, a lot less hair pulling they are than they were back in 79 when they came up with the first scanners. Uh, other problems could be just dirt. One of the main problems we had probably would just be this sensor right here. This sensor. This ball detect right here. This starts the whole show. We, I got a little LEDs to tell me if I'm on the mark of that reflector right there. I can see it, and we can move that around. That gets jostled by a bowling ball or the vibration, or even they just crack right off, or the sensor itself fails. It'll give you a no-score situation. It'll give you strikes. It'll, it won't trigger the machine. It can cause a lot of problems. Just that little sensor causes 90% of our scoring issues, which is an easy repair usually. <laughs> usually. <laughs> yeah, usually. Or, or, or if you're seeing one of us panic at the front desk that we can't figure it out, uh, listen, we're talking yeah. about computers and machinery. Anything can happen at any given time. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's amazing that they can run, you can go through a night, I mean, without, you know, very much incident. Let's put it that way. It's amazing to me that it can function that well over the years. Because the more years you put on any of this equipment, uh, the more uh, liability of having issues with it. Hey, hey, Jim, uh, we got a, a question from our, our good friend, Dennis Constantino. Um, what happens when the machine's dropping pins? If the machine is dropping pins, it's going to be coming off the deck. You could have a, you could have a, somehow you get this situation, maybe usually in your corners. If, it, if this turret isn't working properly and indexing properly, it can drop and it might not set up that first or, or your bucket. Your bucket is cracked or your deck roller here is cracked. If that doesn't allow the pin, the first pin to get through and set up, another pin's going to come by and do that. And then the machine will usually, when it's cycling and shifting, it'll black itself out. That tells us you got a problem. The machine has a fail safe where it shuts itself off after it gets a jam. But sometimes if you have a, the pins are dropping, either your, your deck roller is broken or missing. Your, uh, your scissors, if it's going to pick up the pin on your first shot and it misses it, the scissors, there's like little scissors with rubber pads on them. If the pads are split off or busted or the scissor arm is broke, it won't pick up that pin. It'll just pick it up. It won't even pick it up. It'll sweep it away. There's, like I said, there may be 15 different causes that maybe cause that problem from happening. But usually uh, a lot of the problems stem from the turret. If that turret isn't running properly to drop these pins into the deck properly, you're in a load of you're in a load of crap. I know sometimes on Saturday mornings, uh, I have to get stopped sometimes before ten o'clock, and uh, so that's where the majority of the problems are. I will say that's honestly the first thing I check is the turret when they start cold. Yeah, in the morning, pin <laughs> gate lock, or you know, usually five yes, minutes. Piero. That's right. She's not here. You know, over the years. Over the years, we've bought alarm clocks for many of our team members. Uh, it seems that they must lose them or, or just choose not to use them over time. Yes. Or shut them off or don't set them. What's that? His alarm clock. Alarms? Yeah. Eh, 10 o'clock. He's fortunately lives so close. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's not allowed to move. 
so a couple of folks are, are commenting on the pins. And so if you look at the pins, I, I mean, we should take some pride. They, they're in pretty good shape. Uh, yeah, we, we run them. We run them. Uh, we get a new set every year. We like to keep our pins in the best shape. We go through them for cracked wood. The pins go. Now the pins range is from three six to three eight. And they used to be from three pounds to four pounds, but uh, now they just make them. They just make them from uh, that that range from three six to three eight. Now they give you that range there, but mostly they're like three and a half pounds, and uh, that's what it is. They're getting more expensive every year. We, uh, but we found that if you you know the bottoms will come off, split, the pin starts to crack, and they're no good. The bowlers hear them, we get them out of there. Uh, we go through them. This time, you know, later in the season, they'll start breaking more and more. They start to swell up in the summertime, and uh, we go through them. But in the winter, in the fall, every year we'll change these pins out. We'll put them in the back, and we'll use them as filler pins for the next season. So, so since you brought that up about the pins swelling in the summertime, um, I'm assuming that humidity uh, plays a large part in machine and oil issues here too. Uh, humidity is probably one of the biggest uh, it causes rust it causes uh, oil moisture and oil seem to not get along very well if the bone center is not being air conditioned properly you will have uh, slick conditions metal cool metal and oil don't get along so you get a lot of different wall returns and uh, pins sticking in the chutes sometimes Humidity can cause a lot of trouble. That's why early in the morning when you start cranking them up, sometimes in the summer we have we have some issues there. And once they warm up, they're fine. But uh, humidity is a problem. That's why uh, this, especially on Staten Island, where yep. it's so humid next to the water. I mean, you just open the door and it's, you can cut the humidity with a knife. It's terrible. I, nothing worse than on a nice humid day and Jimmy's running up front and cursing and complaining about <laughs> Humidity or if the air conditioning's yeah, not the working. Air Another unit's not working. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but you've and, done a great job keeping all those units going. It's not an easy thing to do. To well, keep them, they don't cost 10 cents, that's for sure. No, well, we try, and, and that's important. Although we, the, a common complaint that it's too cold in here at times, but yes. we're doing physical activity, we, and it's it's not, and yet take that in consideration what Jimmy's talking about. Uh, it would be, hey, we could operate with no air conditioning, but people would be sweating their... Yeah, so, new uh, machines, we'd have other issues. Yeah, topless bowling is good. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, God forbid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and so and that and we we're, today we're talking about the the machines and what's happening in the back of the house, but it's so much more. There's so much stuff in this building that that, that these guys maintain. Uh, the lane machine is is one of them. Uh, the constant uh, keeping of the physical lane machine to like condition the Mercedes. That's correct. That's like owning a Mercedes Benz. That thing is a very expensive, intricate machine. Uh, now, it, like now, we just started using it last year. It does everything by itself. You don't even have to. You do have to watch it. I mean, there's no machine you don't have to watch. But, I mean, it's saving our, our our guys that don't have to stand there like a pool and hold the cord. You know. <laughs> but, but the machine is so far advanced it holds way more programs. There's, you know, you can practically pinpoint where you want to put that oil. And they take care of it. It's, hard. it's not an easy machine to maintain. <clears throat> you definitely need a need a little bit of uh, education to work on that machine and run it. And uh, a month sitting does. Yeah, well, we, we, like now that we're at it, you know, we're we're downtime. 
we do like to run these machines a couple minutes every day to cycle them through to get the oil, the lubrication to go so it doesn't just all run off the machine. I mean, we're ready to go. I mean, these things, if you had 100 bowlers come in, we'd be ready to go. No problem. Same with the lane machine. We run that lane machine every couple days to keep the batteries charged on that. It runs on a, a lithium battery. So they, you can do a, it should, uh, 100 lanes at a clip with that battery. 90, 90 lanes at a clip on a full and, charge. Uh, I mean, it's, uh, it's an impressive uh, piece of machinery. And, uh, but you still have to watch it. I'd rather sit there and have a coffee in my hand watching the machine than having to, having to play with that cord anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like that. Oh, yeah. Hey, gives, hey, them more, hey. gives them more time to clean uh, the, the ball returns and the stuff like that. Jim, as a reward uh, here, uh, Vicky is making you peanut butter cookies. She's telling us. Yeah, she's I don't. Is he is he allowed to have them? Are you not, allowed to have them? I didn't say you had to eat them. I said she wants to. She's going to make them for you, whether you make you eat them or not. She's, is best, she's made the best ones for me. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, Jim. You know we know. We, you know, we appreciate everything you guys do, uh, and it couldn't happen without you. Uh, what do you? What is the most reward? And you guys take a lot of pride in what you do. But what's the most rewarding uh, part of what you do here? Well, just to see people not complaining and have a smiling face when they walk in here. When they when they see me, they're not attacking me like I'm a like I'm a criminal. <laughs> that means I'm doing my job. Okay. Hey, Naz, we're going to show the meme of the day because it, it fits right in. <laughs> yeah, I can't see the whole thing. If uh, Sweet baby genius, I promise if you bring bowling back, I won't blame him. Can't. Okay, well, there it is. <laughs> Jimmy says he saw that one already. We have, a, we have mechanics have their own. Uh, oh, you have a little uh, Facebook page? We have our own. Oh, so he's, he's saying that the mechanics have their own little uh, Facebook page where – they have a little club where I guess they complain about all the customers is probably yeah. what they do. Well, and the owners and <laughs> and desk workers. All right. Okay. I, yeah, I, I think I saw they have a list and they keep track of the greatest de desk workers here in the country. Yes, they do. <laughs> we have some of the best ones. Either way. I mean, we have some of the best legit desk workers, I have to say. And we have some of the <laughs> He's not saying who is who. He's it's just, right. you know, pick your category. You know. That's why most of our uh, workforce is over age 40. That's because the <laughs> most reliable workers we have. All right. Okay. All right. So that answers Terry's question. Terry was <laughs> Terry's poking here a little bit with us. Uh, on the other side, we've got Lori, who, you know, love Lori, but Jimmy wants to make sure that you know that. Uh, you're the best. We are blessed. Uh, that, and he does have a great crew. He's a great teacher and respected by everyone, rightfully so. Proud to be part of the Rabs team. Lori, we miss you too. Lori. That's right, Lori. I, if anybody, <laughs> he loves Lori. I know. Lori gives me, he, I mean, he likes me. I, I may have been oh, his yeah. favorite, but then Lori is uh, Lori's a real close second. Yeah, and, then, and, and, for first. and of course, while we're sitting here and, and the Rourke's are watching, and now oh. they're asking who, who their favorite co-worker is. We're not starting right. here. Stephanie. <laughs> good, good answer. Stephanie's my favorite. Everybody's his favorite. So whoever is here, actually, it's like, 
just got this little thing to fix. Can yeah. you fix that? <laughs> well, actually, what he tells me is whoever gives him his paycheck for that week is That's his favorite. favorite for the week. That's right. Uh, All hey, right. Go ahead, go ahead, Frank. I think we need to let them go back to work. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we still got uh, stuff apart down there. No. no oh, oh, you put it back together. together. Thank you. Quick. All right. Well, thanks for having me. No, thank you for, for giving us the back the, the behind the scenes tour. Yeah, he's offering to rip stuff apart, but maybe next week. Maybe we'll yeah, have him yeah. on again. You have Jim's tech tip. Tech yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna do. We'll, we'll do this again, uh, but we're gonna give you some time because uh, we know uh, this was trying. But we appreciate you uh, taking the, the time uh, for us today. Yeah, you wait till I get you later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Terry, you ready? Thank Ever you. since this came up, he's been sabotaging the show by making noises the last few days over here. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Unintentionally. Thank and you, Michael. Hey Naz, can you gonna flip around? And get your up here? I can't. I can't hear you. Yeah, I think it does. You shut that off, so. Okay, Frank, go ahead. What are you saying? Uh, I was. I, well, I was gonna show a picture, but I, are you gonna make, flip it around and wake? I don't know what we're looking at. We're looking at. Hey, we hey Naz, I, I don't know if you can see this picture. It's a little dark, uh, but this is a, a, a picture I took just a few minutes ago of, of you guys. Uh, Oh, yeah, you. I see us. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Where, Michael, where are you going? Put a scooter back on lane one. Oh, yeah. He's, uh, he's, right, he's a scooter crazy now. I encouraged him to use it. Now he won't get off it. So. <laughs> hey, uh, so, Naz, I, I think that was great. What do you, what do you yeah, say? Yeah, it was pretty cool. I wish I would have... Um, Practice the camera shots on some of the machines, but it was pretty. Uh, it was pretty interesting to see some of the uh, stops and how they happen, and um, and just to get an idea of what those guys go through because it's a. It really, you know, there's a lot going on back there. Is somebody talking? Because I can't hear anything. I actually, I apologize. I made, I zipped out to come back and I was saying, uh, I'm going to, I was saying how we take this for granted. Uh, take take that work for granted. <laughs> you could exit because now we're going to hear the echo as you make your way back into the set. Yeah, see that noise? <laughs> that is annoying. <laughs> Holy moly. <laughs> well, that was fun. Yeah. So I think I, I I think I got muted there for a moment, and I apologize. But what I was saying, I think uh, it, it's it's a great opportunity useless for um, somebody to see what, what was happening behind the scenes. So thank you, Naz. I miss my you spot here. Yeah. You don't want to be calling nine one one. No, <laughs> we've all done that. We've, we've both done that. <sighs> yeah. So um, you know, you see the building from a different perspective. You get an idea of what they go through every day and uh um you know it's, it's you know talking to jimmy you 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 kind of do i don't want to say you take it for granted but 
he's so knowledgeable. I, I, he could have just gone on and on and on. Actually, we kind of had to, I don't want to say we had to bribe him, but at first he kind of balked at doing it. And then uh, at the end, uh, he, he didn't want to get off. Yeah, I had I to I had to walk away from him. And he's like, uh, you know, I could take this machine apart. He wasn't joking. I know he wasn't. He really wanted to. So I told him, well, maybe we'll have you on again and you can show us a little. We're going to, we're definitely going to. magic. We're definitely going to uh, do it again. Uh, and that was awesome. And you know, it's funny. Uh, some people get to see Jimmy in, in, in two ways. They get to see Jimmy coming up front to fix something and he's agitated. Uh, or he's extra agitated and he has something to say. Yes. Uh, Jimmy has two states, agitated and super agitated. Yeah. And so here, Erica, uh, Erica says when I was, she was younger and she first started working here, she was afraid of Jimmy, Milton, and Bubba. Well, and I think that's what they want. I mean, they yeah. kind of enjoy that, uh, um, uh, I don't want to say it's that, uh, intimidation. They, you know, they kind of enjoy that, especially if you're working a desk. Don't break our stuff <laughs> yeah. is what it comes down to. And when you break it, they have to fix it. And that's what I think upsets them the most. Uh, and he talks a little bit about people getting angry and kicking things and breaking. Man, yeah. that is one of my, I will say, that is personally one of my biggest pet peeves. Yeah. I don't walk into your house and kick your furniture um, and kick your crap. Right. However, right. His, that's why he gets upset because he's so protective. Yeah, he is. He, and, uh, he, he, he and it's is. great, but it, it, it's funny that because he, he brought it up, so that's yeah. why I say it. So do me a favor, lay, lay, your, lay your paws off our stuff and just enjoy your time. <laughs> Kick yourself. You know what I always say, Naz? I get, yeah, I get like the, when I say this to a bowler, especially when we're bowling, uh, yeah, because the ball return through the ball down the lane, right? Yeah. Uh, and they look at me like, really? Yeah, no, 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 yeah. I'm serious. So just, I'm serious. Don't do it. <laughs> and you know what? It's a shame because we, you know, we try to have a nice place with nice equipment and it ends up, you know, we end up having to replace equipment and it, it's, it's takes away from things that we Expensive. can do. Yeah, and it takes away <laughs> from things that we can do. And it's a little hurtful. It is. It is. Honestly, I, take it yeah. I take it personally. It's in a personal attack on me. Right. And it's in a personal attack on Jimmy. Oh, it, it bugs Jimmy him. is, yes. He and I love when he says, you better watch the camera and find out who did that. Yes, Jim. We're, we're on it. Can we yeah. just and he that? will come up here and he will stand behind <laughs> watching. When I was a kid, I'm going to interject. When I was a kid, if somebody hit the rack during the junior league, you would see his head pop out <laughs> yeah. in one. Yes. And he would just stare at and all the kids would just sit down and go, oh, Jimmy's out. Yeah. And, you know, it was it was when Milton was alive, Milton, and everybody knew Milton, uh, Milton would stand here by 48 and, and stare you down. And you, you weren't sure what was happening. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that might have been it. That was uh, maybe a different thing <laughs> yeah. going on. Oh, it could have been. have been expanding the light or and we miss Milton. What are you though. telling us? <laughs> I'm sure you didn't hear that, but he was basically, he said that he's the only, he's, Jimmy's the only person he knows that can make all the kids stop bowling. <laughs> right. Just by showing up, just by showing I his do, face. I do like when he does pop up. What happened? What's going on? What right, right. People automatically uh, assume yeah. some, something happened. Uh, he's so, also super very helpful to us in the pro shop. He does anything I need him to do. Yeah, he's an all around good guy. He kids about, you know, when you're asking for a project, he loves that stuff. Yeah. And it, Erica mentions Bubba. Bubba's the same way. And Michael, too. Yeah. You've, got a, um, you've got a project and, you know, you're, you're hesitant to say, 
you know, when you get a moment, can you take care of this? Yeah. Um, yeah they they like the challenge. They like, and they put, they make themselves busy too. There are some great things that they do on, and or it's all of a sudden. When he's not building Legos, right? When, yeah, when they're not building Legos, <laughs> which everybody got to see Legos. They saw some ducks. Obviously the ducks are not, there aren't theirs. They're what we find in the machines. Uh, he, he pointed out, I'm, I'm surprised he didn't say it in the live stream, uh, that ring he had on, he found in 47. He did 40, say it. No, did he say who he blames for that? Oh, yeah, he didn't say yeah, that. He blamed, uh, so uh, I know yeah, Fran and Tommy it. are watching. Your kids were just blamed for that because that's what they bought. <laughs> uh, 47, 48. So poor, my nephew, Thomas, and niece Alexandra were just blamed by Jimmy for, for throwing a blinky toy down the down the hole. And that's all right. Well, my kids were little. They got blamed for plenty of stuff that went on here, too. So <laughs> uh, it might be true. I don't think so. I think well, they would have had a heart attack. Thomas might have a heart attack if that happened. Yeah, he seems a little. Uh, <laughs> Oh well, I, that was awesome, and we hope that you appreciated appreciated that behind the scenes tour. Uh, we're going to do it again, uh, a little bit differently next time. Yeah, uh, that was fun. Yeah, was there's fun. plenty of things to see around here. Uh, not really now; it's us, and right. you know, nothing right, happening right. here. Sadly, we actually have a large studio audience tonight. I'm we, a little. Uh, we do this afternoon. I'm a little reclumped, I would say. Yes. I'm not used to being around this many No, no. We ha yeah. So uh, Liz D. Hart just stopped by. She dropped off a present. Liz, can you actually, can you take that out? Uh, uh, does she have some? It's yeah, she does. She, she has some. It's, it's it is. So. I, I, I actually guessed what was in that box. So I sent her a text message yesterday and I said, hey, I, I know you happen to have this, but I actually need it for something. Uh, can you, can you, can you go in your garage? Liz didn't hesitate. She found it. Look who Liz found. Liz found the good old Biff. It's Biff. Uh, Biff is, is is a former mascot of of the of YABA and uh, the Young American Bowling Alliance. And uh, oh, he still works. Still works. He smells like garage. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, last person I re years. I remember wearing that was. Dave Kaczynski, Kaczynski. Yeah. at the walk. Uh, David's watching. He was watching, and so is Erica. But yeah, uh, yeah he might be the last person. That was pretty funny. I have some pretty funny pictures of him with that costume on. So thank you, Liz, for, for bringing Biff by. Uh, yeah. Biff's going to get some use uh, for a couple of different things, but we're, we're, we're glad that Biff's here. Uh, hey, so today was Friday. Good, good, good Friday. Um, and so we hope that you get to enjoy your day. Thank you for enjoying it with spending some time with us today. Tomorrow is Saturday. Yes, it is. It is Saturday. Are you okay? It is. Yes, I was reading what Ken Soto was writing. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, tomorrow is Saturday, and it is. You know what it is, Frank? It's it's PBA Hall of Fame Saturday. Saturday. It's Hall of Fame Saturday, and I'm super excited because it's also Bob Learn's birthday. So we will be having a birthday cake. Which you you good with the cake? Yeah. Okay. We're gonna be having a cake for Bob. We're gonna have some balloons. Are we gonna do a cake smash thing? Do we have to like send it to the camera or something? Too? Oh, that'll be funny. No, 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 no. Maybe at the end we'll just do a little on the on the on the lens. Yeah. Maybe just a little. No, no, no. Um, so, but it's Bob's birthday. It's Bob's birthday. And his friend Amleto Monticelli. Amleto um, Monticelli. This is must see, must see, Facebook. I can't say must-see TV, it's must-see Facebook. <laughs> no, it's must-see TV. It's Facebook TV, or what, what do they call is the it? little video channel? I don't know. I don't know. Sure, it is now. Whatever it is. Now, it's must-see. People heard it here first. It's Facebook TV. How many times have we broke, we've broken some big news here. Yeah, just, I, and I said it yesterday on a comment, that the Rosenbergs were here on our show first. And then on Spotify. And then they were on SA Live a, a day or two later. How cool is that? And then, um, 
we had the when I talked about some good news. Oh, with it, and the next day it was on the Today Show. It was all over. So watch here for breaking news. Breaking news. Ratings bonanza. Nas. Ratings. Yes. Bonanza. Oh, tomorrow I believe will be a ratings bonanza. I think that Emilio Monticelli and Bob Lauren both have a lot of fans out there. So get your questions ready for them. <laughs> Uh, Liz Dehart had a had a nice gasp when you said uh, Amleto. I heard something from over there, Amleto. Uh, I think she had a little crush on uh, Amleto. Yeah, and uh, he's such a he's such a nice, 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 and he's a gentleman. He's a nice guy and a gentleman. Both of them are. So yes. it's gonna be fun tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. And then we take a break for Easter Sunday. We're gonna take a finance. We've been doing this twenty one days in a row. Tomorrow, twenty twenty two days. We're actually taking a break Sunday. Yeah, you know, I was thinking maybe we'll maybe we could. I'm not to do, not to do anything, but maybe we could put together. A we don't want to. Uh, I don't listen. We got a great streak going. We're going for a Guinness World Book of, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of live Facebook lives. <laughs> the days that you're going record? live. Well, I don't know. Do uh, it's going to be us. Uh, yes, it doesn't matter. Remember, it happened here first. People heard it here first. It's going to be us. It doesn't matter. You're right. Who cares? You're right. I don't. Okay, go look it up at some point. Look it up. Okay, someday I will. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Eventually. It's going to be us. You know, I'll text you later with Emmy award winning, right? You heard it here first. Wouldn't that be? Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> when Emmy season is, is upon us, so we've got to. We've got uh, a little time. We've got to. we got to work hard. Okay. We're going to have to. We're going to have to. What is sweeps week? I don't know. No, it's always sweeps here on live from. It's always sweeps. Okay. It's always sweeps. All right. Because you never know what's going to happen. You really don't. You really yeah, unless you watch uh, religiously with us and know by the end of the and show. And we have some people on. here every day. We do, and we have some faithful viewers who we know are quarantined. Quarantine on day twenty-five because we are officially <laughs> counting, uh, and we we really do. We, we love that. We we really we, we we keep saying it. We really do miss your faces. Yeah, uh, and we know that you probably you're, you're getting sick of us. I'm sure but you keep coming back. So you don't have to watch when it's live. We'd like you to watch when it's live, but if you know you just really don't want to see us, maybe for a day, just. Pick it up the next day. Okay, so here's a funny one. So I know Mary Firmino is going to be watching tomorrow. Uh, she, so when Peggy or Peggy Gabarino worked the showboat tournament, and we all went, and Leto would jog on the beach, and all of them would go and jog. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> They'd that's wait for him and go. I could, I could so picture I could definitely Mary see that. And the ladies going to watch and Leto jog on the beach. We should tell him that tomorrow. Mary, oh, yes. that tomorrow you're going to have to share that story so we yes, can bring that forward please. to Amleto. Uh, he, he might get a good game. And if anybody took a picture, it would be even better to share that. Yes. Uh, you don't How know. many years ago was that? Well, they had cameras. It's not like they didn't have a camera. Well, I'm sure they're in a box somewhere, right? Or well, undeveloped. Or, you don't know. You don't, you don't know. <laughs> you know how many pictures we find from how, whatever, how long ago? This is just, what people are doing now. Well, they're home. People they should have be. all this time. Uh, people are posting so many pictures, especially today's like I think Siblings Day. Hi, Billy and Alan. I love you and I miss you. Um, uh, so today is Siblings Day. Um, neither of them. <laughs> I did it anyway. Um, uh, so, oh, but uh, people are posting pictures, and it's so funny to see. Like they dug, they dug up old pictures, and they're so surprised that we haven't seen this picture for twenty years, and. So it's nice. It's it's nice. People are digging up. What's the name of the that point is? I'm listening. The point is, people are digging out pictures. Maybe there's a picture of Amleto jogging on the beach in Atlantic City. <laughs> Mary somebody, says Michelle Durkin might have one. There it is. That's, all, that's <laughs> somebody must have one. Oh. oh, and that would be 
That'd be, that'd be funny. Uh, so I, I was just asking Liz something. Uh, so her sister, Christine, subscribes to, and we don't know the name of it, but you could you basically get a box and you could ship photos and videos oh, I've seen to that. them. I've seen that. And, and they, put it they on digitize a... it and you get it back. You get the box back with all the stuff. Right. But then you, there's an app that you connect to and everything's there, which is oh. cool. Listen, if you have time and you want to sit there and scan, God bless you. Uh, and it's That's great. Cool. Uh, I know um, Roseanne Barry Shano spends a lot of time doing genealogy and scanning right. photos. And I love when she comes across something right, right. and sends them to well, us. She's, you know, with uh, Penrow for so many years that she's got oh, so many pictures out. of kids and those are those are fun to look back on too but yeah that's a great that's a great service i did that uh there were there's a company on lincoln avenue transpacity right that did um some old eight millimeter movies that i my father had taken um when we were kids and they put it on a regular well it was on a VHS, okay? so, <laughs> which is not regular anymore. Right, excuse me. So maybe it was a few years okay, ago. So I but went to them great. a few months ago <laughs> and had photos digitized. Yeah, and they do an awesome job. They scan. They do this. They do everything. I like that being able to do it on an app because how easy is that to share? Yeah. They make it. It's so awesome. if, you're, if you've got a quick job here, Transfer City is awesome. Lincoln Avenue. Yeah, I don't know the, the crosses there. Um, it's past the. It's, it's right past the uh, the, the old pro shop. Yeah. So anyway, so we could go on for days. Yeah, we We really appreciate you hanging out with us today. Uh, we hope that you enjoy your weekend. We'll be back here tomorrow, twelve o'clock, special time, twelve o'clock, uh, with our friends Bob Learn and Little Monticelli. We're going to break for Easter Sunday. We'll be back on Monday with a whole new week of fun-filled fun. guests, just fun. uh, and entertainment. Some more bowlers, music uh, Monday, music Monday. You never know. You never know who's going to show up inside the studio via Facebook Live <laughs> here live from Rab. You just don't know. Uh, so thanks for for, sh for popping in. Like and share our video. Share it to whoever you want to. If you're watching us on YouTube, because you know not everybody can go back and, and be with us live every day. Some people are actually, sadly, they're working, whether they're working from home yeah, uh, yep. or having to make some trips. And we appreciate those that are uh, I love yes. getting the text yes. late at night from Joe Cal. Who's gonna be, <laughs> yes. uh, Joe's going to be back with us tomorrow. Oh, I can't wait. So Joe Cal will be back with us tomorrow in the yes. studio. Uh, we, we're a little rearranging for, for our noon show tomorrow <laughs> to get to get Joe in here. Uh, but late at night, we, he sends us, watch the show, great. Uh, and there's always something, uh, a great a comment uh, or right. suggestion. And he's been a, a big part yeah, of Yeah, he's so. been great. The, the Joe and Joe. We do miss you, Joe Bruno. Uh, we know you're well. You, we know you're busy working. But we know we, we, we'll have you back on soon. Uh, thanks to Mike and Jimmy. That was fun. That was fun. That was fun. That was a, that was that was great. And if that was fun, what else was it? It was awesome. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye bye.